This is Hannah and Elisa, and this is Learning the Magic. Welcome to uh, group therapy today. Wow, I feel like I missed a lot last week. You sure did, but you didn't miss all the messages. (laughs) No, sure did not. Those were not missed. Yeah, it's a good thing they don't charge per message anymore like they used to. Oh, that's so true. So, um, yelling at me. We have Elisa back on the podcast this week, and then we have Johnny J from the DMSW podcast because he is going to uh, learn us some Disney World. Because I guess we really messed up last week. <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. guys uh, had Walt Disney World fans uh, rolling in their seats when they were listening last week. Oh we actually, we yeah. really <laughs> didn't get that bad of reactions. Most people were very nice. There were just a lot of people who really felt the urge to tell us every well I didn't listen to the episode because you told me not to because I needed to hear it today but I think just a lot of people really (laughs) felt the urge to correct and give advice maybe I don't know which is totally fine yeah Plus, I I think Walt Disney World fans get nervous because a lot of people come here and it's so much bigger and such a different animal than what you're used to on the West Coast that it's very easy for a trip to get out of hand and end up falling apart and get really messed up. And then everyone's like, oh, it's just because Disney World's too big. It's it's like it's like it's our it's like the the park's fault. So Disney World fans always want to like jump in and be like, no, no, we want to help. We want to help. Like we want you to have the best possible trip you can have. Yes. And so, okay, let's just do this whole episode totally different. Let's just jump into it and we'll do the Disneyland news at the end. Because okay. I want to clear things up first and foremost. First, <laughs> okay, I now know the Grand Floridian is not by Epcot. Okay. Uh, it's, it's over by the Magic Kingdom. I either misremembered slash misunderstood from what a family member told me when we were back in there in 2021. And it was when we were standing in line for the Skyliner after the Epcot show. And we saw, the, what is that? That's Beach Club, I think. Yep, there's the yacht yeah. and Beach Club and the Boardwalk. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah. I think we were talking about what resort that is. And then someone must have said something about the Grand Floridian. And I think I instantly just attached it like oh that's the grand floridian even if they weren't talking about it so in my brain for the past two years i've been like oh that's a grand floridian that'll be so easy for us to go to (laughs) well i think we talked about too like it's almost like a maybe a little if there's one one nitpick that you can make on the skyliner system is fantastic as it is is that people can very easily get confused because they know from years past that magic kingdom and epcot are connected via the monorail okay and that was my second you, point yep. I and then when you, when you hear this. that the mm-hmm. sky with that the skyliner is also attached to epcot you just think like oh as long as i can get to epcot via the skyliner that i can just jump on the monorail and go wherever the monorail goes but they're a completely different parts of the park and we kind of talked about that too is like they should have about it now hindsight 2020 they should have had a like a walking path that goes from the skyliner station out back near the uh, world showcase area that kind of stays outside the boundaries of the park so somebody could in theory take the skyliner to that station take that walking path around to the front part of epcot and then jump on the monorail and go wherever they want to go that that would be the ultimate game changer 
Yes. So if you if you guys don't know Johnny, Johnny J, he is the host of the DMSW podcast and his home park is Walt Disney World. So he's been on the podcast. He's the one that I did podcast mics for magic with and he came out to Disneyland. So he instantly messaged me and was very kind in his own Johnny <laughs> J way to say, hey, can I please help you? (laughs) (laughs) And Elisa, literally, when Kylie and I said last week that Elisa has no idea what we're doing. no clue. She has actually no clue. Like, you guys are talking right now, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what a beach Floridian is. I have no clue (laughs) what, uh, like, I don't, I don't know anything. I know nothing Jon Snow. (laughs) so when we're talking about like you have to actually for all of our disneylanders if you don't know this because this like blew my mind if you want to skyliner it to epcot but you don't that's not a park day and then take a monorail from epcot to magic kingdom you have to in order to do that you have to be able to walk through the park like johnny was saying so our plan was okay we'll just do that then after I learned that the Grand Floridians by Magic Kingdom and not by Epcot, we'll do that to get to our thing, but we can't. We can't do yep. that. So we were facing the challenge of like, okay, so for our first day, do we need to cancel that reservation then? Or what do we do? And we decided we didn't want to cancel that. Like we talked to Elisa, because Elisa's been like our final decision maker. <laughs> like when Kylie and I are making like big changes, we are always like, okay, let's check with with Elisa. But Elisa's always like, sure but Elisa did say like I don't want to cancel our Grand Floridian cafe if we can't and I felt the same way again I don't know what a Grand Floridian hotel you don't want to miss yeah so that's what I hear I hear it's amazing Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I know yeah so it's nothing it's nothing like what you guys have in Disneyland it's a completely different style of hotel you guys you'll you'll love it it's just completely different from what you're used to seeing out there is it like our version of the Grand Californian? No, it's like fancy. It's like all white fancy. Oh. Yeah, like old well, Victorian red, red roofs and all white buildings. Oh, what a dream. Yeah, so we decided to keep that. And I said, you know what? I will pay for our Uber to just Uber from Pop Century to go up to the Grand Floridian so we don't have to ride an hour long bus ride. And oh, it'll be yeah. oh, about it's not 10 that minutes. bad. People that's ex- what the app says people will exaggerate on the buses they're not that bad they can well, be they can what? be at like rush hour times if you catch it at a bad point but they're they're not typically that bad well so when i because there's actually a really cool feature of the disney world app is you can do the get directions when you go to like each transportation page so when i plugged in pop century to grand floridian at different app- times of the day each time said 58 59 minutes yeah, that's probably fair. Like a worst case scenario, I would say. If I if I had to bet it, you could probably pull it off in closer to like thirty five, maybe forty minutes. But if you're if you're playing it better safe than sorry, that that they do kind of say always factor an hour. If you're taking the buses to get from any point A to point B, always just factor in an hour just to be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what we decided. And then something because also Elisa and. Kylie are going to be getting off the plane. So if their plane's delayed, we our reservations, they land around 4.30, our reservation's at 7. If there's any kind of fudge factor, like traffic or anything, 
I was just like, let's just Uber over there and not worry about missing those reservations because something we really wanted to do was resort hop because like Kylie or Elisa said, she doesn't even know what the Grand Floridian is. She doesn't know what beach beach club, beach yacht, the contemporary, you know. Does the beach club, can (laughs) I lay out by a pool there? We are, there's no pool time. (laughs) The yacht and beach club actually does have the best pool on property, but. You have to stay there though, right? Yes. Yeah. They're very, they're they're very protective of their pool. You actually have to tap your band um, to get into the pool area. Yeah. Because it's, it's actual sand, right? Yeah, part of it is. It, I mean, yeah. it literally has like everything. It has a sand bottom pool. It has a lazy river. It has like the biggest water slide on property. It's oh it literally God. has absolutely everything. It's it's massive too. It's humongous. Ooh, that sounds like a place I would love to go to. Yes. So this <laughs> this is part of what is so different from Disneyland and Walt Disney World is we have two hotels on resort and most of the time you don't stay there because there's not a huge benefit to staying on property at Disneyland when there's good neighbor hotels that are sometimes closer to just walk to that are more than half the price. So it's really difficult as a Disneylander to plan (laughs) Magic Kingdom. I'm so thankful that you hopped in because another thing that Johnny pointed out was like, you guys should really try and go to Trader Sam's for drinks and there's a trader sam's there yes yes yep so it's like the it bar to go to at nighttime like if you get into trader sam's that's like disney bucket list material for most people because it's it's really hard to get into it you have to go early put your name on the waiting list and they're like a busy friday or saturday night it could potentially get over two hour a two-hour wait so no there's no reservation because it's a bar right um yeah so but we game planned that around that we came up with yeah, an idea go, for that. yeah can Ooh. you can you explain yep so trader sam's is at the polynesian resort and the polynesian and the grand floridian are connected via the monorail so i said to you guys instead of taking your uber and going directly to the grand floridian and going to your dinner go to the polynesian with your uber ride go into the poly go over to trader sam's put your name on the waiting list and just be honest with them and and you'll see with with this with the with the cast members especially anything involving the dining plan in walt disney world if you're just honest with them and tell them what you've got going on with your schedule and how far you traveled and what you're trying to pull off they'll almost always bend over backwards to help Aww. you out so if you just go early and just tell them hey we just want to put our name on the list we assume it's probably going to be over an hour but we have a dinner over at grand floridian anyways so we'll shoot over there on the 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 monorail and have dinner and then we'll come back over here and hopefully the timing will just work out perfectly where by the time you're done with your dinner it's been an hour and a half or so and they're ready to call your name anyways but like i said if you go over there and explain it to them ahead of time what you're trying to do what your dinner reservation is they'll probably work with you and if they call your name 20 minutes before you actually get over there they'll probably still hook you up and and let you get in yeah oh i wouldn't do that hannah put that on the list (laughs) so that is that is the plan because so kylie and i were going back and forth because there's the new bar in the grand floridian the um beauty and the beast one what's it called um rose 
the enchanted oh, rose. I forget. Ench- I think it. I think it is enchanted rose. But Let's that's where that. we were like, okay, do you? We want to rush to get dressed up right after being on planes all day, or do no. we want to just be relaxed? And I, we did eventually <laughs> ask Elisa that. So I was going to wait to ask you that on here, but then I was like, I can't not ask this. I need to plan my outfits now. <laughs> I don't think so, yeah. you asked me this. Yeah, we did on Marco Polo. You have a we we've had a lot of Marco Polos. I have not responded then to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we kind of were like, okay, we need to just like this can be our relaxed day. Yes. Because if we need to like rush to the Grand Floridian, we don't want to have to worry about like doing our hair, makeup, getting dressed up. Like let's just be chill, and then resort hop, be comfortable to like walk around the, for the night. Cool. So yes, we were thinking I'm down for that. Yep. So we we're thinking Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and then the contemporaries also attached to the monorail. And it would yep. be really cool just to be there. Yeah, just to go over and check it out. Just go over and check it out. And then depending on what time it is, then we'll Uber over to Beach Club. What's it called? The Beach The Yacht and Beach Club. Think whatever one is by the Skyliner. Both of them. They're like right okay. next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. And then they call them can... two separate. They call, they're technically two separate resorts. They have completely different names, but they're li- literally right directly next oh, to each other. It's called the Disney Boardwalk. How they're connected, right? The Boardwalk is on the other side of the water. Oh so there's like God. a there's like Wingtana. Oh my gosh! It's so, <laughs> so there's, there's a there's a big body of water over near that back corner of Epcot, and on one side of the water is the Yacht and Beach Club. On the other side is the Boardwalk. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I would love I would love for us to end up there, so Elisa could ride the Skyliner back, and maybe depending on what time it is, we can back stop at pop. the Riviera and see the Tangled yep. Wall. And all yep. the artwork in Riviera because I feel like it's a lot of like classic like Disney paintings. Yeah, the Riviera is 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 I think it's the most expensive resort on property now. And the cool thing about it is it's very small. It's very compact. A lot of these Disney resorts, you're going to be blown away at the size of them, especially one like Caribbean Beach where you'll hit that multiple times because Skyliner like the Grand Central Station, basically, for the Skyliner is. So yeah. you'll, you'll be passing through the Caribbean Beach Resort multiple times, and that resort is almost like a small city compound all to itself. It's massive. But the Riviera is just one one big building, but it's all in one kind of conjoined spot there. But you can there's so many cool things to check out at that resort alone. Yes. And I have stayed the one time I've been to Walt Disney World, we stayed at the Caribbean Beach and we're actually in the building right by the Skyliner. I think it's like building 201 or something like that. And so it was less than a five minute walk for us to walk there in the morning. So it was amazing. Perfect. But super far from the lobby, because like you said, super spread out. Yeah. Yep. And and then so that would be my deal is we were able to hit what that's at least six five six resorts that night and then head back and get ready to rope drop oh and day two i think johnny you were okay with day two was good with yeah you guys had day two down down perfect i think yes but uh, originally we were thinking of leaving early to do magic kingdom fireworks but you said you know what you should do is go to 
Hollywood Studios and either catch Fantasmic, especially since we don't have it anymore. And I'll talk yeah. about that at news at the end of the episode. Or ride like Slinky Dog or Tower of Terror like over and over. <gasps> yes. Yes. And that is one of Elisa's must-dos is riding Tower of Terror. Elisa yeah. only gave us like three must-dos. So it's, it's going to be pretty <laughs> good. We're, I think we're going we're gonna to hit them. Lisa, have you watched any of the like um, YouTube videos, the 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 ride point of view videos, or is it a complete surprise to you? Oh, Tower of Terror is my favorite ride. The the Walt Disney World, you'll see, you'll you'll it's get different. to experience it. It's different. It, there's oh, a, it is there's a, a massive difference from oh. from how it used to be uh, before there on the the one that's now Guardians for you guys is because uh, oh. I, I was blown away when i did the ride for the first time in california i was like whoa they missed or there's this whole different part that that is completely different from how it's how it is Ooh. on the Walt disney world version so then you'll, i'm you'll be even surprised more you're gonna like it yeah definitely. okay cool definitely well then no i i haven't seen anything because in my head it's just like what we had but no apparently not now i'm more yep. excited yeah <laughs> So this all kind of depends on how much we get done at Epcot because how Kylie and I are picturing Epcot and Johnny chime in. We were thinking we're going to virtual queue Cosmic Rewind, rope drop Remy's, and then you suggested that we Genie Plus Frozen first. Was that correct? No, try to Genie Plus uh, Test Track. Because oh, you, track, you, you guys nailed it with the with the virtual queue. That's 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 a no brainer for sure, Guardians. And b- having the Skyliner access, the Skyliner puts you directly next to the Remy. Remy's rides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the people that are rope dropping at the the front entrance that are coming from a resort bus or from the monorail, they have to walk through the entire front section of the park and then halfway around World Showcase just to get to the France Pavilion. But everybody coming in. Yep. Good. What is considered the front of the park at Epcot? <laughs> like right out in front of the 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 spaceship Earth, the big golf ball that you see. The um, Epcot ball. Like, yes. Yep. Okay. 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 Because okay. I've yep, I've they, gone in that, that new fountain me... out front there. That's that's your front entrance, right? Okay. Right oh, directly. Cute. You'll you'll walk directly under spaceship Earth to get into the park. From the front, but from the Skyliner, right. we will push out right by France and yep, Norway. All, and all France. the way in the complete back right corner of the park. So we're only contesting with the other people that are coming from a Skyliner resort. Correct. Yep. Or the boardwalk ones. Yes. Yep. Okay. The, they'll be walking over. Yep. Oh, I have perfect. a question. Uh, Hannah, are we drinking around the world as... The youngins would say on the gram. <laughs> Hell yeah. <gasps> we are. Yes. So is that tell me about this. I'm I want to do it. I just don't know what I have to do. I don't really know. So what we're planning on doing is riding as like most of the rides in the morning and then taking our time through the world pavilions to go through each country. Okay. Yeah, and is this where pace. you get a drink in every country? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they say not to start in Mexico. No, you start. We're Mexico. We start in Mexico. We don't start in Canada. Oh, maybe this I... is the whole this is a whole like weird Disney World feud. Either you're a start <laughs> in Mexico person or you're a start in Canada person. So I've what are all, we doing? We're starting in Mexico. That's the only way I've ever gone around. 
It, okay, to me, that I just it what... feels more natural. That's going clockwise around. I feel, I feel yeah. like it just feels more natural going clockwise. I think people say not to start in Mexico if you're drinking around the world because the drinks are like way stronger. Don't is this we... true? In Mexico, mm. it's stronger? Yeah. Well, it's, that's what I said. It's, it's basically kind of you go at your own pace. So if you want to get hard alcohol, you can do that. Or if you just want to get beer, you can do it that way too. You no, can, we're you not, can do whatever I, you we're want. Not, for... We're not beer people. <laughs> I am. I can be if I try hard. No, we're cocktail girlies this trip. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to make it to two countries. You'll drink what Hannah tells you to drink. <laughs> I know. I need to like start prepping now. I should have a cocktail right now to prep for all this. And and then another thing, Elisa, while we're drinking around the world, it's also the food and wine. So, ooh, Johnny, have you ever booths. been to the food and wine? I've only yep. been to the food and wine when I had no idea what I was doing. So do you have any tips for the food and wine? Because there's like the little gift card you can get because you guys don't have a sip and saver pass like we do at Disneyland. What? Yeah, no, we don't do those out here. It's just like it's it's very similar to drinking around the world. You really just kind of go at your own pace. And honestly, a lot of the Epcot festivals are pretty similar. The, the uh, Festival of the Arts will have more art booths set up where they'll be selling artwork. The Flower and Garden Festival has a lot of the topiaries and there's a big butterfly house and stuff like that. But when it comes to the food, those booths are pretty much there through all the different festivals that they have the food and wine. They have, I think usually a few extra or more than usual, but it's the same thing. They have, they have those booths all the way around world showcase and you can just kind of, you know, go at your own pace and come up with your own menu. If you want to plan it out ahead of time or just walk it, as you go around the world showcase and just kind of pick and choose along the way, which, which snacks or which food items look good to you. Oh, wow. So is it like Disneyland where you can go to one booth and order a bunch of food from different booths, or do you have to go to each individual booth? Each individual booth. Oh, yeah. And they have, you guys, you guys could split up and each one of you go to a different booth and grab one or two things and then all converge, meet together and kind of share everything. What? Let me tell you right now, Johnny J, if we split up my behind us at a pool <laughs> with a She's beer. gone. She's with gone. A cocktail or a beer. <laughs> yeah. So, Lisa, so what I've seen is they have like, because the food and wine festival just started. I you think. mean the wood and fine? No. Well, I don't know. This <laughs> is Disney World. Are we calling it the wood and fine? I don't know. I think you technically have to. I think it's Disney bylaws now. The wood and fine. They have a special like little gift card that they offer, so it's easier for you to like. It's just it's just a Disney gift card that they give you a bracelet for. But I feel like that'd be a really fun souvenir. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want it. So we can just load in. We've already talked like that we would just like share like we did with yeah. our savers yeah and so we can try as much as possible and then you can also get like specialty drinks and so we don't we can even get like special drinks that aren't normally there and still be drinking around the world <gasps> that yeah i was gonna ask if that counts does that count johnny does that count sure why not as what? long as you're drinking the entire way as you walk through to me that's you're drinking around the world you're walking around the world yeah, and we're getting one drink in honor of each country. I think that would suffice. The yeah, and do we know, do you know off the top of your head how many countries there are? I've got the map pulled up. 
I am really bad at Disney trivia, so no, I don't. Okay. I don't have the numbers I'll, off the top of my head. I'll do it from the correct way. Okay, from so the there, correct way. There's Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, America, United States, uh, Japan, Morocco, and France. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. There's more. Uh, United Kingdom and Canada. Eleven. Eleven. Did you count that? I'm impressed. Yes. I Haha, uh-huh, Kinder Corner counting, and I didn't have to use my toes. Woo! <laughs> yeah, so where we are going to get off the Skyliner, I'm looking at the map. That is like, we're literally going to be right at Remy's. That's going to be perfect. Yes. Yep, that's the, the International up. Gateway is where you come in from the boardwalk and the uh, Skyliner. That's where it puts you into the uh, World Showcase. Yeah, and we were thinking, so after we drink around the world, because we originally were going to go to Magic Kingdom to try and watch Happily Ever After, but now we can just ride the Skyliner instead of riding the monorail to Magic Kingdom, ride the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. Because Hollywood Studios, like Kylie and I said last week, is totally like a repeat of Disneyland rides. Like it's the exact same. There's not a lot of differences. Now that we have Runaway, Star Tours, uh, what's the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, we have Rise of the Resistance. Really, I feel like Toy Story Land, uh, the Indiana Jones show, and Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster are really the only things we really need to do at Hollywood Studios. Do you guys have the Frozen show out there in DCA? No, but I don't think the the Frozen show is that great. I went. That's not a must do on my list. The the one with like the the comedians at the the beginning and the the snope at the end. You didn't like it? Hannah doesn't like laughter whatever <laughs> all right I mean, we, skip it. i feel skip like it. we could we could totally do that because a lot of people have said to do it but i've i've been surprised that so many people said to do it so i think that's like okay we have time why don't we try this yeah that's that's uh to me one of the biggest keys with a walt disney world vacation is you shouldn't come in like with a, a list of 25 things and just stick to that list and try to do one, two, three, four right in a row and do all 25. But you should have kind of a, a general plan of things that you really want to try to get done. And then just the most important thing is to just go with the flow. And if you have time for stuff that you want to do, then do it. And if you don't, don't worry about it. Just enjoy the things that you are doing and it can really make or break your, your vacation if you're kind of living and dying by that list or you're just kind of going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you hear him, Hannah? Did you hear I, that? I I feel good about it. I know we cannot fit everything in a four day trip to Disney World. Three. It's really three days. It's really three days. If we were at Disneyland, I'd be like, we can hit every single thing twice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but Johnny, I did want to ask you, how do you feel about us for like the whole trip having like no dining reservations? Do you think that's fine, or do you think we need to really like? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think okay. if for a, a, an extended period of time and you were planning in some rest and stuff like that, then it would be good to try to mix some of those in because there's definitely some some fantastic restaurants. Or And the fact that you're just going as a girl's trip kind of changes it too. If you're going with kids, you would definitely want to try to mix in a couple of the character mm-hmm. meals because they have some just absolutely fantastic character sit-down meals uh, for the kids. But for, for this type of trip and the amount of time that you're going to be there, I think you guys are are doing it the right way and just kind of sticking to trying to get stuff done in the parks and and hit as many rides as you can. Perfect. Um, Did we talk to Johnny about the 
bread that we wanted to try at Tony's? Not yet, but that's coming up. I have it okay. listed. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So we did day one and day two. So like day one, arrival day, day two is our first day in the parks. And this mm-hmm. is when Johnny blew our minds. Literally, Kylie and I were talking to each other and we were like, how did we not think about this? You want to know how many people I've talked to about our plans and no one had suggested what Johnny like wrote down for us. It actually blew our freaking minds. Okay. So that's, that's the, the Boston mentality. I feel like everybody else, like they're thinking it in their head. They're like, why are they doing it this way? This doesn't make sense. But nobody wants to, nobody wants to hurt your feelings and just tell you the truth where from Boston, it's just like, yeah, that's stupid. I wouldn't do it that way. Don't do that. So at the end of the episode last week, Kylie and I said, if you, if anyone has like a better plan, like, please share it with us. Cause we really don't know what we're doing. Johnny's like, hold my beer. Yeah. I got this. Yeah, yeah. And it, it Kylie made the joke too. She's like, oh, I'm sure we'll hear from Johnny on this. <laughs> Thank so, the Lord we did. And the thing is we had a handful of people telling us like all a bunch of things that were wrong, but no one offered a counter of how to fix it besides Johnny. So thank you, Johnny. So our Absolutely. stipulations were, okay, we, we for sure want a full day at Epcot. We want to start at Animal Kingdom one day and we need to do Tower of Terror for E. That was how we ended the episode yeah. last week. So okay. Johnny, brilliant mind. We were originally, we were going to rope drop Hollywood Studio. Oh, wait, hold on. No, no. This is day three. So we were going to start at Animal Kingdom and then hop to right. Magic Kingdom and then day four, our last day where we had to leave early, we were going to do Hollywood Studios. But Johnny was like, this is dumb. You guys <laughs> need to, on your third day, don't rope, rope drop Animal Kingdom. You need to rope drop Magic Kingdom to get a virtual queue for Tron. Because, let me caveat this, the time restraints for getting virtual queues, you have to start in that park to get a virtual queue for the morning and the afternoon. There's no, you can't hop over because Disney World's hop time is 2 p.m. and the afternoon virtual queue is 1 p.m. And you have to be in that park to use the 1 p.m. Wow. And then he said, and you guys can do your little break or how how did you say it? Like if we Maybe, Johnny, maybe you should explain it. So day three, we're going to rope drop Magic Kingdom so we can get those virtual queues for Get the virtual queue. Yep. Okay. You were saying midday hit Hollywood Studios. If Yeah. If if there was stuff that you had on your Hollywood Studios list that you're like, we really need to get these five things done. And that first full park day, when you leave Epcot and go over there, if you only get three or four of those five things done, then you can kind of have that peace of mind that night going, Hey, tomorrow, middle of the day, we can just jump back over here, hit those last couple of things that we missed and then go back to magic kingdom to, to kind of close out the night and see happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Cause what we've heard over and over and over again is that you have to watch happily ever after. So that's become one of our like must do's for this. Trip. I thought, okay, obviously I'm wrong because I literally know nothing, but I thought we were not going to be there when happily ever after was still going. No, I think that's like the standard fireworks show right now, correct? Yeah. Yep. That's oh. the that's the nighttime show currently at Magic Kingdom. 
Because remember, another thing that's different between Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom doesn't do any of their Halloween stuff on normal park days. That's only their after party parties. Where at Disneyland, they... You got to pay to play, baby. Pay to play. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where Disneyland, we do it better. And any guest can enjoy the Halloween time without having to go to Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, you have to pay to experience the holidays at Magic Kingdom, I guess. Yes. Yes, yep. that's what I'm, everyone says. I'm throwing shade your way, Johnny. No, it's uh, totally justified because there, yeah. there are people that, and that's the thing too, like you tell everybody and your friends and family that don't follow Disney or aren't into it the way that we are is that you really do need to pay attention Use a travel agent if you can and and plan ahead and think about things because you could very easily plan your trip and have your Magic Kingdom days all set and think you're going to watch Happily Ever After. And if you don't pay attention, they could then come out with the Mickey's Not-So-Scary dates and your Magic Kingdom date could be lined Mm -hmm. up with what is a Mickey's uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween party and you're thinking you're going to be there till 10 o'clock watching Happily Ever After and before you know it, it's 6 p.m. and they're kicking you out of the park. And you know what? Something I forgot to mention. That day two in Epcot is on a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party. So we would not, it, we would have tried to park hop over there to watch that. And it, it's not, <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to get in the park. And I would have just go. been so three sheets to the wind. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's perfect that we totally revamped this day. So Johnny. Was meant We're to be. doing virtual queue for Tron. What do you think our first Genie Plus should be? Do you think it should be Peter Pan or should we rope drop Peter Pan? Or I guess actually what my question is, should we rope drop Peter Pan or should we rope drop Mind Train? Oof. Because Mind Train is another one you have to pay for. It's individual lightning lane. Yes, and the other one that that can get crazy wait times, too, is Jungle Cruise. For some reason, Jungle Cruise always has a crazy, crazy standby line. And then Space Mountain is usually almost always going to be over an hour if it's a But you said that one's better than our Space Mountain? you, You guys have the better Space Mountain. I don't think you guys will like our space mountain. Our Which is space why mountain, we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> our space mountain is very similar to your Matterhorn. It's like the same like bobsled thing where you're like basically sitting flat on the ground right on the track. I mean, I'm down for like comparing. You should two. definitely try like, it. I need to try it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to try it. You got to try it just so you can be feel so you can go home knowing that you guys definitely have the better Space Mountain. And that's Johnny, how- can you just come with us on our girls trip? I mean, I we might need you there. Oh, yeah, I, that's what I said to Hannah. I can just I'll just be your plaid if you just guys just want to pay my way to get me down there. I'll be your plaid. Johnny, I'm sure. We're actually ever after co might f- uh, front this bill because <laughs> I'm so nervous for our trip and not knowing what to do. Well, no, we're talking it out right now, E. It's going to be good. We got Johnny. And what we'll do is we will make Johnny, Johnny, this is happening, get a Marco Polo <gasps> so that we can start a Marco <laughs> Polo. And when we're there, we'll be like, Johnny, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we need to get Johnny J on the Marco Polo ASAP. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This has to happen. 
I'll give and you guys a pep you, talk while you're um, down there. You'll be crying at a bus stop because you missed your bus, and I'll be yelling at you. There's no crying at Disney World. Yeah. Turn around. Get back on the Skylayer. Go through this entrance. Get out this door here. They'll be like, who are you talking to? Oh, just our uh, wannabe plaid <laughs> our friend, coach. Johnny J, who actually probably knows more than the plaids at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I'll be your fairy pod father. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we need to make that a hat. I'm writing it down. Write it down. Bippity-boppity-boo, what can we do for you? Yes! Oh, we want the Boston accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm all about this right now. Okay. They're stickers. They, be on the lookout for stickers <laughs> coming your way. This, this might be my, my future Disney side business as I go into the, uh, the Podfather business. The Podfather. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, sidebar. We tried to watch The Godfather. We could not get into it. What do you mean you tried? You watch it and you take it in and you love it because it's a cult classic. We got we watched three episodes and Austin fell asleep in two of them. And I was like, Yeah, same thing. Not. Same thing. Really? I was not into it. Oh, I love the Godfather. Same I okay. Side note, fun fact, weird fact, however you want to call it. I have a very large obsession with the mob. Like the Godfather, <laughs> the Sopranos, like I love and have like a weird obsession with the mob. So anything mob related, like documentaries, like I'm there. Wait, maybe I've, I'm thinking I, the Sopranos. I think I'm talking about the Sopranos. The, that's the, the, a show on HBO. That was a yeah, show on HBO. That's what I'm talking about. The Godfather is a movie, right? The Godfather, yes. yeah. Okay, Long we watched, movie. We watched Long the movie. show, The Sopranos. Oh no also yeah. boring there's so many seasons you have to watch it's more so than funny 20. to go back and try to watch it too because the first whatever four or five seasons it's back like before they even had widescreen and high def I... so you get the black bars on the sides of the screen yeah, and yeah. it's it's, uh, it's, it's so uh, good like, yeah traveling back through time to watch that show oh yeah oh it is i their oh. cell phones look like the zach Morris cell phones they're like a brick yeah, oh. yeah. like technology had not top. hit that that show they were not yep. ahead yep. no okay back to magic kingdom okay. we're, 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 i love that we're talking about disney and then now like mobsters like this is crazy i love you it. gotta watch the departed at least if you yes. haven't seen the departed yes. if you yes. gotta see a mob movie see a boston mob movie boston Heck yeah boston mob movie okay departed. it's got matt damon in it he's our boy he's wicked smart yeah you guys love matt damon they yeah okay what do we genie plus and what do we rope drop <laughs> i feel like we should rope drop a uh, mind train but i feel like everyone else is also thinking that yeah it, to me it comes down to what what cues you really want to kind of check out because if you're doing the genie plus then you're going to miss a good chunk of the queue so peter pan has to me one of the best cues in Truly. Walt Disney World. It's got an it awesome, does. awesome cue. So it might be worth it to, I mean, the mind train has a good cue as well, but to me, it's more kind of, kind of focused for like the kids. Like there's some different little play areas and stuff for the kids mm -hmm. to enjoy, but that's one that adults could very easily skip. So maybe, maybe mind trains your, your better move for the genie plus and, and plan to do a rope drop on Peter Pan. So you can do the standby cue. Okay. I'm actually writing all this down. Perfect. Okay. 
Yeah, Jungle Cruise. Because if you say Jungle Cruise goes fast. And that's another thing that's different with Magic Kingdom. Because we can start making our Genie Pluses at 7 before early entry at 7.30, correct? Yes. And you can buy Genie Plus. I, I think that the time of year that you guys are going, I don't think it's going to sell out on you. It's not. September is typically one of the better times to go because a lot of the kids are going back to school. So no one's pulling their kids out. So the crowd levels are going to be a little bit lower, I think, for you guys. Yeah. So you shouldn't worry about it. But technically, if it was like a more busy time, you can buy Genie Plus, I believe, starting at midnight as soon as it crosses over into that day. So you could technically buy your Genie Plus like I said, midnight or 12.01. Okay. And then, because that would probably be better if we're awake, we should probably do that. So when 7 o'clock hits, we don't have to worry about buying it. We can just yep. instantly make our, because we're, we're all already connected on our accounts. Make That'd sure be- you go in and like kind of pre-select all the rides that you want to do mm-hmm. and leave off the ones that you don't. So when you're refreshing, you're just getting the ones that you really want kind of. The yeah. And that, that is the same as in the Disneyland okay because that's the easiest way to check off like when you complete rides you just remove it from your selection and you know exactly what you need to do still perfect that's what i do yeah okay um and then okay so yeah like johnny said midday if like we're we want to sit we can do our monorail to epcot to skyliner to hollywood studios to hit they have a they have a bus too you can you can leave magic kingdom and go out to where the bus me neither. <laughs> we want to ride like the Toy Story right. bus. Well, you yeah, would like to, so to do it the way you just mentioned, though, you would have to take the monorail over to Epcot. You'd be walking in the front entrance of the park, and you'd have to walk through the entire park I all the way. And Johnny, I don't want to ride the bus. Me neither. <laughs> you gotta go for efficiency. I'd be on that bus, I'd be at Hollywood That's Studios true. on a ride while you guys are still putting your way through through epcot walking around world showcase okay sweating we... your sweating your face off going why did we just uh, take the bus we have to and I'm, I'm, I'm on marco polo going i'm on tower of terror for the third time where are you guys <laughs> why don't okay, you take the okay. bus like i told you oh, okay okay so this Hippity is boppity where... bus <laughs> <laughs> get on it so E Elisa's other must do that's recently a new addition is she wants I believe it's called Tony's for <laughs> bread. Tony's for bread. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that you had it? Yep, I've been to Tony's Town Square. I think to me Tony's Town Square gets a kind of a bad rap. A lot of people kind of say that's the worst um sit down restaurant in oh, Magic God. Kingdom, but to me it's just like it's a standard Italian restaurant. Like it's it's pretty hard to mess up pasta. So, well, okay, here's what, what I don't know here, what people are ordering there that they hate it so much. When I went, we got just your basic, like, I think my wife got spaghetti and meatballs and I got the chicken parm and it was fine. So. She doesn't want pasta. I don't want pasta. Oh, okay. let me tell you what I want. Hannah, what do I want? What's it called you again? Want, she wants the Tony's garlic bread for the table. It's the toasted chipotle, oh. chipotle with roasted garlic butter and Parmesan. Vin, 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 oh gosh. What is this word? Fonduda? Fondude? Fonduda, man. F-O-N-D-U-T-A. Fonduda? I don't know. It's like a like you pour sauce Jeez. on this bread and it looks amazing. 
so is we're it listed gonna... as an is it listed as an appetizer or is it yeah, just it's like a, the it's an standard dinner rolls or bread or it's whatever? Bread for the table. It's antipasta. Right, That's go. a salad. I don't know. We can get a drink, eat our bread, maybe get a salad and continue. Yeah, I just want the bread. I just want the bread because he could pour like this garlic sauce stuff on it. Oh, looks so good. So yeah, that's go for it. That's yeah, if now you get, if you get a reservation, go in there, grab your bread, and be on your way. Check out the Lady and the Tramp uh, theming through that. I think they have like a, a kind of a little statue there in the center of the restaurant, and then they actually have a window in like the back part of the restaurant where if you go up to the window and look out through the window, it almost looks like you're looking out behind the building, and you can kind of see like the the shadow um, of the two dogs with the the spaghetti and meatballs from the movie. That's so cute. And they have reservations available still. (laughs) That's telling of the place. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe that's going to be a walk up. Okay. So I wanted to ask if there's any other restaurant recommendations you have for Magic Kingdom. Because I've been getting a lot of recommendations. And do y'all mobile order out there? Like, do you guys have the mobile order? Feature. Yeah, for all your quick service and the snack places, you can definitely do the mobile order for sure. Can I mobile order like some bread for the table at Tony's and just like eat it down Main Street? No, I already checked. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. The, any of the sit-down restaurants, you're not going to be able to mobile order. Watch me try. <laughs> <laughs> so Watch people. So try. I've heard. So I've been to Gaston's. I've heard that's the place for cinnamon rolls, but it's like a hit or miss whether or not the cinnamon rolls are good. Uh, Skipper Canteen has been a highly suggested location. Yeah, Skipper Skipper Canteen. Definitely look at the menu ahead of time. I think that's kind of a little bit more of a an adventurous eater. So if you like kind of spicy foods or kind of different than your just standard chicken fingers and cheeseburgers, um, Skipper Canteen might be a good spot to uh, to try out. And I feel like there's one more, but I'm looking at the list right now, and I can't. Liberty Tree Tavern, maybe? Oh, Liberty Tree. Yep, that was another one. But I don't really understand. Is that, like, Thanksgiving food? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like fried chicken, potatoes, vegetables, gravy. What are you eating at Thanksgiving? I'm not eating fried chicken at Thanksgiving. (laughs) I think they have turkey, too. I think they have a couple of different meats. I forget. It's been a while since I've been there, but they, they do have fried chicken there. Okay. Do they, are there like all this stuff I'm hearing is just like, like, do they have any like yummy wraps or salads or anything like a little healthy to soak up mm. all the bread I'm going to eat at Tony's? Yeah, check out Columbia Harbor House. They might have some good salads there. I bet they probably have like a chicken Caesar salad or a garden salad with, with grilled mm-hmm. chicken probably there. Are you thinking we're going to be wanting to eat healthy? Well, I can't. I'm not in my 20s like you guys. I need to like really think about my Elisa. <laughs> I almost... will not. I will not be in my 20s on this trip. <gasps> oh, that's right. You're gonna be in the 30s like me. I will no longer be 29. Well, <laughs> Kylie is are gonna be like our child. She's yeah. so young. <laughs> <laughs> we should charge we should. babysitting fees. We she should. Her I feel like she have to get her permission slip signed before she could go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another thing that I was surprised at: there is reservations available for Cinderella's Royal Table. What? What is that? I want to go. Sign this up. That's 
that's super fancy. That's that's dining inside Cinderella's castle, and it's a Ooh. character meal. So you'll get to meet the different princesses. You'll get a one-on-one kind of little photo session with Cinderella. How many? How much is it? Sixty dollars per adult. That's not bad. Let's do it. I want. That's my new must do. We have to do it because it's okay, a must let's do. Talk to Kylie first. Okay. You can't have Tony's and Cinderella. Okay, yeah, you can. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll say forget Tony's. Oh, I'm sorry. Dinner is $79. That's okay. Lunch is $79. It's breakfast is $65. Okay. I think a friend went for dinner and got to watch fireworks from the cat from her table. But we want to actually hear the music. Yeah, that, you, right? yeah you'd want to okay. see Happily Ever After. You definitely want to be outside for that. I think this might be like when you take your kids one day kind of spot. Okay. But I actually, I really love to be our guest. If I didn't want to drop a ton of money when we did be our guest when we were there in 2021, it was amazing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, the food didn't blow my mind there, but you're you're to me you're paying for the experience to see the the inside beast. of that building. Yeah, yeah. and see the beast walk through too. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so that is day three, day two in the parks, and then so now on our last day, we're gonna close down Animal Kingdom. Instead of Hollywood Studios, which makes so much more sense because we actually want to hang out in Animal Kingdom and spend more time versus being bored in Hollywood Studios on our last day. <laughs> yeah, to me, the game changer for you guys was being willing to do Genie Plus, because if you're going to do Genie Plus in Animal Kingdom, you could absolutely wrap up that day probably by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, maybe even at the latest and get every single ride in the books done. I never thought I would hear those words come out of your mouth, Johnny. Genie plus. <laughs> yeah. Like not she... talking about it in a poor manner. Wow. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it myself. I would just go wait in line. But <laughs> if you're at a time crunch and you get out, got to get out of there by one o'clock, you got to do what you got to do. And there's no virtual queue there, right? No virtual queue in Animal Kingdom. And we talked right, about. No virtual queue. Correct. Rope dropping. Oh, shoot. What's the name? Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. Yep. And then trying to do Navi River Journey right after that. And then grabbing a Genie Plus for Kilimanjaro Safari. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. If you walk in and, and rope drop Flight of Passage, if you, as soon as you get off that ride, if you go right over to Navi River, you could probably get on that thing in 20. Perfect. Yeah. And then must do for me there is Everest. Elisa has no idea what Everest is. so that No, I do. I do. I know this one. And I want to do it too. Perfect. Yes, I do know this one, and I really want to do it. It's like our Matterhorn, but not. Yes. Yeah, it's it's way better than Matterhorn. Way better. I, it's clo- it's close. It's closer to the Incredicoaster. That's the the uh, Killinger. Or sorry, Everest is like our biggest and best roller coaster on property. Really? And you yeah. are not going to research anything. Oh, I already have. I've watched it like a million times on YouTube. I want to murder (laughs) you. That was the best part of being on Everest was having no idea what was going to happen. Oh, no. I Okay. Honestly, I've YouTubed every single, not uh, intentionally, my kids have, and they're not allowed to watch anything on YouTube unless I'm sitting with them. So I've literally been on every single ride virtually in Walt Disney (laughs) World, except for Tower of Terror. because i'm like this is pointless to watch on youtube it's gonna be completely dark like no we're skipping it so i know i know all the rides i've been on all of them except tron i'm upset i'm gonna have words (laughs) 
hell later. How, how could you let your mother watch that? Do they know you're going? They don't know I'm going. They have no clue that I'm going to Walt Disney World without them. Actually, you know, I haven't told my kids either. Yeah. Uh, and if they find out, I'm going to be like, I have to go research for when we go, which is so true. Like, this is going to be a good research trip for me to eventually bring them at some point in their lives. So, yeah. And Animal Kingdom is going through a bunch of like construction right now, right? Mm, not yes and no They're kind of like giving up on the the dino land section of the park the dinosaur oh, then ride we have to is still there to that. yeah dinosaur I go it, to that. It, you'll be able to it's so easy to get through all the rides like i said especially since you're doing genie plus there you you will get through every ride that they have because they just don't they don't have that many in but you'll be able to do dinosaur which is basically our version of indiana jones for you guys yeah, I didn't get a chance to go on that one last time, so I'm excited to do it because Austin, my husband, he was like, that was scary because he took our six-year-old <laughs> who was four yeah. at the time, and sh- that ride scared the crap out of her, and she loves Indiana Jones, but that, yeah. that ride scarred her a little bit. That so they're and- getting rid of it? Eventually, they're- I think. Yeah, it's one of those blue sky things that they've talked about. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that type of thing. There's, I think they talked about potentially kind of a, a Moana land. I think they talked about something Zootopia there potentially, but everything oh. is still technically there except for they used to have like a little carnival section that had like little like kind of games that the kids could play. And they had uh, like a dinosaur version of Dumbo. That, yeah, uh, that that's out. gone. I believe so. I think so. And they had like a little roller coaster too. I remember watching like a mini one. I remember watching. Um, was it Full House? Like the original one when they went to Walt Disney World, Mm -hmm. and I think it was that show or Boy Meets World. And like one of those shows, they go through like all the rides in the Dinosaur Land, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool! So I (laughs) want to experience all that before they get rid of it. True. Yeah. So, okay. What is this Maharaja Jungle Trek? I did not do this when we were there last. Yeah, we've never done that with our crew either. We're typically, for us, Animal Kingdom's usually like a half-day park, and then we're out of there and going back. And that's usually like one of our resort pool days, is we'll go to Animal Kingdom, hang out till like 1 or 2 o'clock, and then we're back at the resort to kind of relax for the rest of the day. So we've actually never done kind of those walking trails out back there i think they have something out there that's similar to like your animation academy i think there's like a an experience oh, out there yeah. where you can sit with an animator and do that it's outdoors they, too yeah yep and they have like there's like outdoor animal areas where you can kind of it's almost like a little bit of a more of a like a zoo interaction there where you can kind of walk up and see the animals sweet and then you were saying to try and eat at nomads but a lot of people have told me about satuli's canteen what would you yeah, so satuli canteen is going to be good for for food so if you were going to just kind of grab a lunch it's like a quick service place so you could go in there and grab um lunch food there and then no bad lounge to me is like it's like more of a lounge like you go there for drinks just to hang out and have drinks and maybe a couple appetizers if you wanted oh okay i'm trying to pull it up nomads Oh, yep. They have small plates, sliders, a bread service. Elisa. Yep. Yes, bread. (laughs) 
They have churros. Ooh, that's dangerous in Walt Disney World. Mm, yeah. Oh, you know what else Walt Dis- or sorry, what Animal Kingdom has is they have the Lion King show. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Is it different than our Lion King show? I've never been to our Lion King show, so I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see the, the two times I've been out there, I didn't see the Lion King show out there either. But the Lion King show is fantastic. I would definitely, definitely check that out. And another thing that's different with Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom is you can use Genie Plus to get spots and shows. Like oh. you can plus for a spot in like Magic Kingdom for like the the stage show in the middle of the day. You can get Genie Plus for I believe Lion King and Animal Kingdom. Yep. As well. Yes, you get like the preferred seating in the in the uh, theater. You can even fast pass or not fast pass Genie Plus Lightning Lanes for character meet and greets too. What? Yep. Yeah, so they they have a lot more Genie Plus selections, which is something that kind of blows my mind because Walt Disney World's Genie Plus is cheaper than ours, even with the new park hop options. Mm. Even though we have significantly less Genie Plus offers. That's interesting. Don't get Johnny on this. Yeah, I'm biting my t- I'm biting my tongue right yeah. now. I just don't want to go off on it. Yeah, we're not we're not doing this. That's not today. This is group <laughs> therapy on a for a different reason. <laughs> well, now that uh, Johnny, okay, before I move into news for Disneyland, what else? What other like tips do you have for us for our Walt Disney World trip? Yes, tell us everything. Always check in with your fairy podfather before you try to go to another <laughs> park. We will be. Because <laughs> that Get Marco to, Polo. to me that's. To me, that's the most important thing is that Disney World is just so much bigger than Disneyland. Everything is connected. You can get from any point at any resort or the park or anywhere you want to where you're currently at. You can get to any other point in the park, but there's always going to be multiple different options or ways to pull it off. So you want to make sure time is money. You want to make sure you're going from point A to point B as efficiently as you possibly can. Even on a bus. All right. Even on a bus. They're not that bad. They're not really okay. not that bad. Okay. Actually, oh, one promise. of my favorite memories from when we went with our family in 2021 is because it was after our Magic Kingdom day and they play music and there's t- about 20 of us from our group on the bus and we are just delusional and sleep deprived <laughs> and we're just singing along to the Disney songs and we got the other <laughs> along with us and it was actually like really fun because a good bus driver too some of the bus drivers will tell you a story the entire time some of them it's almost like their stand-up comedy um chance they throw some some jokes at you um so you can get all kinds of different experiences or you might just get completely complete silence too so (laughs) biggest thing is reach call a friend call call a friend call fairy pod father for any changes and plans yeah as soon, as soon as you have an idea pop in your head like we want to leave like if you're in the middle of one park on a ride getting ready to jump on something we're like hey we have this idea when we're done with this ride we won't go here doesn't make sense and what's the best way to get there to do it the only thing i think i'm nervous about that i haven't thought about until we have been recording is stacking genie pluses since we're able to make them so early that worries me a little bit because that's a totally different ball game versus like not being able to do it until you're scanned in in the park. And it's not like they're all selling out right away. 
versus where like you could be midday by the time you actually get in the park when it's when it just opens yeah it it really comes down to how busy the park is that day and to me Mm -hmm. not to go on that genie plus tangent but that's one of the things that (laughs) frustrates me the most is you can't there's no flexibility with the time. You just you just get what time it gives you, and that's it. And a lot of times, on especially when it's busy, like on your Hollywood Studios day, if you open that app, and most people they're going for Slinky Dog, within that first refresh at exactly seven o'clock in the morning, you might hit that refresh, and your first available Slinky Dog time could be like six thirty. 5.30 in the afternoon for that day in the park. Mm, and that's that, that's it. Like I, you got to grab it because if you don't grab it now, within an hour or two, they're gone for the rest of the day. You won't be able to get a Genie Plus for that ride. So you have to use that for your first Genie Plus, And then you're stuck for the first two hours of the day not being able to grab another one. That doesn't sound worth it. I would be like, no, let's not do that then. Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, I I mean, if you're stacking, if you're if you're stacking, and, and again, if it, if it, the cards kind of fall your way, then it could potentially work out. It might be you might be waiting in standbys for the first half of the day, but if every time your two hour window is up and you go to refresh and look at what your second ride is after Slinky Dog, if that one, if you got a six p.m. Slinky Dog, and now your second ride is five or five thirty, you could potentially start stacking for the afternoon so maybe your oh. your morning and early afternoon you're stuck in a lot of standbys but then eventually you'll catch up and get to that point in the day where you could rip off three four five genie pluses within a an hour hour and a half period hmm. this all confuses me so much hannah i hope you are understanding all this because i'm like just bring back the fast pass <laughs> Let's we're not that. getting this hold on i'm I'm pumping the brakes <laughs> on this conversation let's talk disneyland news johnny oh. you want to hang out while we talk disneyland news sure why okay. not i told elisa we're going to go through these fast okay All right. sounds good no new refurbs from last week roger still has no show times after the 19th of august to include the 31st of august which is supposed to be the last day don't get me started because i'm going to be upset if i don't see rogers the musical <laughs> i don't think the railroad popcorn bucket sold out. And I also don't think the hat box ghost zipper that came out on the 28th of July also has not sold out. So they have not, they're still there. Yeah. So if you're going to the parks, make sure you grab one before it's gone. I need that popcorn bucket. Which one? (laughs) The railroad one. Okay. I'll get it to, um, when am I going? I'll get it Wednesday if you want it. Happy birthday. (laughs) <laughs> um and then the hat box ghosts i usually don't get sippers but this one the the lights light up for the hat box ghost and i mm. think that would be a super cool halloween decoration oh you're right that would be three big news items and this is what i'm gonna try and do every week is just hit on like three very big major things first phantasmic is not returning to disneyland until or sorry until spring of 2024 and they made a statement that Murphy, which is Maleficent, will not come back. So we don't know if that means ever or just when it comes back in spring 2024. But the blurb from Disney Park said that they will have, quote, new magic, unquote, when it returns with a new battle scene. So we don't know. if AKA, they're going to do something digital so that their cast members do not potentially catch on fire or their really expensive props ever again. They're done. I guarantee you this is a wave of not having any pyrotechnics except for fireworks. 
which is a super bummer because that's the best part of that color yeah is the fire so do is there fire for the hollywood studios phantasmic show johnny Uh, believe it or not i have never seen phantasmic at hollywood studios Uh, that's why we're always we're always doing the rides Mm, that's smart you did tell me that so and i believe though that all fire across every disney park at least in the continental u.s has stopped that's what i heard too besides of course fireworks so this i bet you elisa is right and we're not going to see those huge mechanisms anymore because this isn't the first time magic kingdom's murphy or Maleficent caught fire years ago. That would really stink if they held it across all the different shows. I just have a feeling they are. Like, eventually. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, after after the dragon caught on fire, like, on Main Street at Walt Disney World, I was shocked that that wasn't what the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Yeah, that's what guests... People are so close. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, patrons are right there like yeah but yet you're gonna have i mean what happened at disneyland was was really crazy but and the cast members like you know of course but like that's what that was the straw that broke the camel's back and not the one on main street in walt disney world i don't know that's a good point well so in place of phantasmic there is new floating entertainment on the rivers of america called the sambalaya jazz band which is (laughs) The jazz band that's typically <laughs> more like square anyways. So, I mean, they're trying. No, dot, they're not. Dot, <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot. dot. Um, no, but New, not. I'm just thinking like with Haunted Mansion being down right now, New Orleans Square has to be empty. It is so empty. And especially because Splash is closed too. Yeah, It is a ghost town over there. Like, no joke, even during summer. Well, the whole park is pretty dead right now. It's very, very eerie. Um, but that area right now is so like the, it's a Instagrammer, content creator, small shop owner's dream to get like content over there because no one's there. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm really awesome. excited to go there. Although by the time we're all unblocked, like our families are unblocked, it's going to be like, I think back to normal, but maybe not over there because there's really not much. There's nothing to do. There is in Winnie the Pooh and Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm -hmm. So what I have heard is they are still doing the firework projections for wondrous journeys over there. They are. Yes. From the rivers of America. That is drawing a crowd in the evenings, but again, it's nothing like what we're used to. So correct. Yeah. So, so big news. Number two, there's three new restaurants offering alcohol starting September 12th. So cafe Orleans, Carnation Cafe and Riverbell Terrace will be expanding their drink menu to offer alcoholic and a few non-alcoholic mocktails uh, with Carnation Cafe having like mimosas for drinks at breakfast. That sounds divine. But also I have mixed feelings on this because Walt didn't want alcohol in the parks. Well, Walt also doesn't realize that his company is in major debt right now, and they are cleaning <laughs> alcohol sales now to help revenue. <laughs> do you think that's why they expanded, or do you think it's the change in oh, like culture? It's a I, Johnny. You can chime in, but I think a hundred percent. This is a quick and very easy way to boost sales because when I tell you that the parks are yeah, dead money. right now, it's insane. Yeah. Like insanely yep. dead. 
I agree with you. It's it's a it's it's just an easy layup money grab. It's a way to 100%. to boost those 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 bills at the restaurants. And I I think those I what I heard uh, Brian and Tracy talking about it on their podcast. They were saying those are tip restaurants that it's the the easiest restaurants to get a a, a reservation that day while you're in the park. So it'll it'll help get people in the doors for those restaurants as well. On top of getting them to add drinks oh. under their bill while they're there. That's a good point because that's always my go-to is Riverbell. If we didn't make a reservation, I'm like, oh, I, no worries. I can get into Riverbell. No problem. Yeah. Favorite yeah. restaurants in the park. And the other good point I heard Brian make when he was talking about it then was people need to think about too is obviously Walt, yes, was against alcohol in Disneyland, but those those three restaurants aren't putting in like a walk-up bar where you can just walk up, grab a couple drinks, and then walk out in the park. Well, so that's going to have this huge influx of people walking around getting drunk in the park. Yeah, but we don't know if they can take them to go or not. Right. Like they haven't pushed whether or not like if you're getting one, because if you think about DCA, you can literally take drinks out of Lamplight and out of the different offerings and walk around. You just can't leave DCA with them. So, yes, Oga's, we know for sure we can't take drinks to go, but what about these three? Because those weren't outlined in the announcement. I would I would have guessed they're going to do it like Oga's, where you, you can only drink there the, while you're yeah. at the table. Yeah. Because, like, and that'll probably, said, be, that'll probably be their excuse to be like, well, yeah, Walt didn't want drinking in the parks. We're not letting people drink technically in the parks. They're yeah. only drinking inside the restaurant. That's true. I think a lot of people, I don't know if it was you that said it, Johnny or Brian, but I think a lot of people are upset. However, if they keep it just to sit down, it's helping people come into those restaurants. It's boosting sales, but they're not going to let them walk around with it and kind of like ruin that family ambiance of the parks. Like it's going to be served in glass and it's not going to be like you take it out i think it'll just be for the sit down restaurant and i have a feeling it's not going to be hard alcohol i think it's going to be beer and wine no it there's a there's a menu already do you want me to read it to you like it has like hard alcohol like tequila and stuff yeah like carnation kamikaze shots yeah there's the pim's hurricane which is like the hurricane drink in new orleans that's the cafe orleans uh, Carnation Cafe will have Bloody Marys, uh, mimosas, a peach pie margarita. Elisa, I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I love margaritas. Okay, yeah, well then, never mind. I guess they will. They're going yeah. full. They're going full throttle. They need yeah. the money, you guys. Yeah, Riverbell will have a wild berry mule. So that's ginger beer, right? I don't really know how to make mules. Mule start, yeah. Yeah, so that's not too. <clears throat> but still, like. A hurricane, if it's like a, because it doesn't say what the hurricane's made out of, but if it's like a hurricane that you get in New Orleans, um, that had me on the floor. Oh, yeah. The, I don't know. I The drinks that... A few of those going. I feel like the drinks at DCA are so weak. I don't, they're not, I don't know. I don't uh, think these are going to be like big, big old strong drinks. They're going to come off like they are, but they're not going to pour like how they would at like Trader Sam's. Or like an outside bar. I, that's just my opinion. Well, okay. Let's do third news. The Disney Junior and Friends play date is happening August 18th through the 20th in DCA on the 18th of August. And then August 19th and 20th will be in downtown Disney. And this is just like Disney Junior characters with like drawing activities in DCA and, and different parades and a stage show and photo opportunities. 
it's we've been there during it it's really cool if you have your little kids with you we didn't at the time but that's going to be happening <laughs> they'll probably interrupt some things because of that grade but it is a it's a cool thing to see and then i have a bonus magic happens is still showing show times into september after- well, i thought it was going to be done after the 31st that's what we thought too but they're still showing even into the Halloween. Well, no, it was the fireworks show that was going to be done. We were unsure about yes. magic happens. Okay. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yay. Yep. Okay, good. That has to stay forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I'm really happy that Johnny got to saw- see magic happens when he was in town. Yes. And that yeah, we that all got awesome. to see it together. In Wondrous Journeys too. Oh, uh, yeah. What that's a the- day. That was pure magic. That day was pure magic. And then the last thing that Elisa reminded me of today was the chalk walk is on the August 20th. And in the past, it's closed the parks down early. But this year, it's actually delaying the parks opening. So the parks won't open until 9 a.m. Can I tell my story when you're done about that? Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Tell it right now. <laughs> so I made a family park reservation day for the 20th of August and my son and daughter both really want to do the plaza in character breakfast so I booked us the time and I got 8 30 I'm like this will get me to rope drop you guys like this will be great so I have it booked for like over a month and I get an email from I won't say her name but it's a lady from Disney resort and I'm like this has to be fake like Disneyland doesn't email you. Like it was the actual person. Minnie Mouse at gmail.com. <laughs> Basically, she was like, Hey, I noticed that you have a 9 a.m. reservation or a 8 30 reservation. The park isn't opening until nine that day. Normally it opens at eight. Are you, do you mind if we push it back here? Some available time. So before I can email this lady back, I'm like, um, who is this woman trying to pull my leg? Disneyland opens at eight. It forever opens at eight. Like, what is she talking about? So I go onto the calendar, like Hannah taught me on the app, <laughs> and I notice that October or uh, August 20th is indeed, oh, like both parks are opening at nine. I go to every Sunday, like that month, months past, like just to like verify. Sure enough, it's the only Saturday that the parks are opening up a whole hour later. <laughs> so I email her back. I'm like, hey, yes, of course, we'll do the nine o'clock. Um, by the way, what's going on that day? And like, she ghosted <laughs> me for weeks. <laughs> and then I finally realized it was a chalk walk because I got invited to go do that. And sadly, I won't be able to do it because we already have, you know, a park day that day. But I'm like, oh my gosh. And so she finally emailed me back and um, was like, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. We're having an event. And so it was really crazy to get an email. From someone at Disney, not like just from the website or the app. Like it was crazy. So that's how I realized. Yeah, she had like a signature block and everything because Elisa screenshotted it. I did. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, like, is this fake? (laughs) Yeah. Like, girl, I don't know. Disney doesn't email me. I don't know. I know. And I'm like, I'm going to hold on to this email. Best believe I'm going to blow you up if I have any like really good questions for whatever. I don't know. Keep Just that send one. us your social security number and we'll fix this reservation time for you. That's right away. basically. And then so I emailed her back. I'm like, um, I see that in my app. It's still at 830. And she's like, oh, we just made a note. Like, it'll be fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so 
We'll see what happens. Oh, you know what? Again, the last like major tip that I would give you for Walt Disney World, and I kind of had mentioned it like right at the beginning with Trader Sam's. Do not be afraid to ask the cast members for any random thing under the sun that you don't think you have any chance of actually getting. Just ask them and just like be nice what? and be polite. And it, they might pull off some magic for you. Because I heard you like mentioned that. last week that you guys really wanted to get into Space 220 and you couldn't get a reservation for it. I can't promise you, but I can almost guarantee you if you just go up to them right when the park opens and talk to them and tell them this is your only chance to make it into Epcot. Is there anything you can do? You'll take a standby and sit at the, in the lounge seating instead of the, the main restaurant. If there's a way that they can pull it off and make it happen for you, they will do that because they Aww. did it. They did it for me and my son. When we went out for our father son trip, just went up, was very polite. I was like, listen, I'm not asking for any favors. Just want to know, is there any way if we stood here against this wall for two hours, could we possibly wait for a standby seat just at the bar. We honestly just want to kind of go inside and see it. We don't even need to buy food and drinks. If you could just let us go in and just kind of just get a picture and just kind of see what it looks Aww. like. That's really all we're trying to do. And he was in the computer typing away. And he's like, can you come back tomorrow anyway, between two and three o'clock? And I'm like, yes, Aww. we will find a way to make it happen. And he's like, it won't be in your app. You won't see anything in your plans, but just show up. And I promise you, your name is in the computer. You'll be taken care of. That is so, so sweet. Yeah, definitely do not be afraid. The, the cast members, like any Disney park, are absolutely fantastic. And like I said, as long as you're just kind of polite, give them your backstory, let them know what you're trying to do. I guarantee you, if there's a way they can make it happen for you, they will make it happen. I love that. Amazing. That is so awesome. Good tip. That is a really good yep. tip. I love that. Just ask. I think just ask and be kind. Be kind. Yep. Courteous. Yes. Perfect. Well, Johnny, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Absolutely. You can you can find me on Instagram at the DMSW podcast and on threads, I guess. That's what the, the kids are using these days, right? Oh my at the DMSW podcast and uh, any of your podcasting apps of choice. Just type in DMSW and uh, you'll be able to find the show in there. It's called the DMSW podcast for Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. Perfect. And we are so happy that you guys joined us and didn't abandon us after our bad Walt Disney World planning last week. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's like I said, that's our biggest fear as a Walt Disney World home park person is you don't want other people coming to this park and having a bad experience and then blaming it on the park. So anything we can do to help make it <laughs> oh, as smooth as possible tight. for you, we want to do. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And please don't forget if you haven't, please rate and review us and just send us a DM and let us know what you want to hear on the podcast. We are actually currently working on our podcast calendar and we are open and totally willing to do whatever to help you guys plan your Disney trips and help in. I know everyone loves the rant and raving episodes, but we <laughs> yeah. also want to help you guys as well. So with that, thanks everyone for listening in. And have a great week.